fait, j'ai voulu te, te téléphoner pour te, te demander allô quelque chose quoi Welcome to Arts Week. I'm your host, Candy Hammond, and I'm very excited to welcome my guest today, Boston's own comedian Jimmy Tingle and executive director of Cape Cinema, Josh Mason. They're here to talk about Jimmy coming to Cape Cinema, courtesy of Payomet, on December 10th at 5 p.m. But I just want to share a few other upcoming events first. Uh, Provincetown Theater is per- currently staging What the Constitution Means to Me by Heidi Schreck. It's running through December 3rd. Get tickets at provincetowntheater.org. The Academy Playhouse in Orleans is opening Roger and Hammerstein's Cinderella on December 7th. Get tickets at academyplayhouse.org. And finally, Cape Rep invites you to join them for Sing Out, It's the Season, featuring Broadway tunes and songs of the season, starring all of your favorite Cape Rep performers. The show is running November 30th through December 3rd, and you can get tickets at caperep.org. So thank you both so much for coming to talk to me today. I always enjoy both of you so much. And uh, did you both, I hope, had good Thanksgiving weekends? And uh, I, I certainly did, yes. And thank you, Candice, for having us. And you're always so accommodating mm-hmm. in support of <laughs> the arts here and uh, the performers. So I, I oh, know I, I appreciate it. it. And I, I don't want to speak for Josh, but... <laughs> Yeah, Josh. Josh doesn't appreciate me at all. No, <laughs> no. I, I was thinking about you on Thanksgiving about how thankful we are to have you. So you know, it was you nice. know, one, one of one of our blessings here in the Cape is 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 Candace. So, <laughs> wow, that's a lot to live up to. And somewhere uh, there are three adult children that are like, yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> so you know, I got thinking, Josh, that you know. I can't remember a time. I mean, you've had a lot of different cool, fun things happening at Cape at, um, Cape Cinema, but I can't remember a comedian ever. Is this kind of a first for the cinema? Or this, um, you know, it's certainly a first through my tenure. Um, since I've been at the helm for three years, um, we have not had a uh, a comedian grace our stage, although. <laughs> We've had we've had uh, numerous conversations about um, you know potentially bringing someone aboard and um, how fortunate we are to have um, you know Jimmy Tingle um, you know kick off this hopefully uh, run of comedians that that will eventually take our stage at the Cape Cinema. So <laughs> um, you know when when Kevin Rice over at Payomet reached out and, and mentioned that you know um, you know we're we're looking to to bring Jimmy Tingle into your house and. Um, how does that sound? And and I said, you know, without question, we'll make it work. So just mm-hmm. give me the date. Um, we'll open up. We'll open up the space and and give him the stage um, because you know he's 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 a wonderful person. As I, I've met uh, Jimmy back in 2018 when he was running for lieutenant governor, um, it was again my my first foray foray into politics, uh, running for state representative. Um, a very well spoken and passionate man and. Um, very, very funny. Always, always a sense of humor, whether it's 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 overtly uh, uh, put out there or if it's in the subtext. But um, really, really quite a guy to be around. I'm very excited for the show. So 
Yeah. No. And is this kind of a first too? Like, I, I think it was, you know, it's great that Payomat reached out and, um, you know, that you guys are coordinating. I think that, that that's really wonderful because you're both such great contributors to our community. You know, it's, um, so I love seeing I, that happen, you know. Yeah, no, Payomat's been a wonderful uh, partner and um, we absolutely love working with them. And, um, you know, anytime they they bring anything uh, forward for us to take a look at, uh, generally speaking, it's something we want to do at the cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we're we're thrilled. Uh, you know, when I get that text message, that phone call, that email um, from one of their reps uh, mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, we've got this to put on the calendar. Do you have the space?" Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, it's very exciting. And again, this. This should be a heck of an event and what a way to kick off the holiday season, but with um, with Jimmy Tingle. So. Yeah. So, Jimmy, you know, for I mean, my gosh, you've been a comedian since the 80s. And, you know, so from what I was reading about the show, is this going to be a little bit of you kind of telling your story a bit of your your history? Yeah, or, it's a, yeah. it's it's very autobiographical. But first of all, Josh, thank you so much for those kind words. Oh my God, <laughs> I need a good press rep. I need, a good, <laughs> I need a good PR person, and I think I at least I we can grab a couple of quotes that that. Is, <laughs> but that was really so flattering and so and generous of you, and I can't wait to get to the to your 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 venue. Um, Kevin just raves about it. He raves how beautiful it is and how accommodating, etc. Oh, you haven't been there, huh? No, I've never been there, and oh, how, yeah. how accommodating and wonderful you are as well, Josh. So thank you so much for that yeah. those kind words. And yes, Candace, it's autobiographical. It's more, um, yeah. I mean, over the years, I've done most of my stuff has an autobiographical through line to it, sure. but it's, but it's, um, yeah, it's it's kind of uh, I coming out of the pandemic. I just felt like everybody's so mixed up. Everything was <laughs> out of whack. Like yeah. all the kind of the I don't know just the cycles and the people's um attitudes and <laughs> the whole idea of what's right and wrong and good and bad and we got a vaccine and people didn't want it it was just everything <laughs> was whacked out and I just found that autobiographical was very it was just comfortable it was the only thing I was sure of okay I know I did this I know I did this and, and to make it funny and with the through line and that's kind of what the show I've been working on for the last couple of years, just a, it's autobiographical, it's political, but it, it evolves into the political material. It doesn't come out of the box, so to speak. And so, and so, yeah, it's going to be fun and hopefully hopeful and, uh, and uplifting. That's my goal. I yeah. think like, coming out of the pandemic, what can I do? Hey, how about just make people laugh? You don't have to, hammering them overhead with politics you don't mm-hmm. have to uh you know it doesn't have to be so strong opinions all the time just do the material let the material speak for itself and hopefully uh raise some spirits and some uh some awareness and some hope and like we're gonna be okay and I think that's a really important thing oh, to definitely. be trying to carry to people at, at this time with what everything that's going on yeah no, it's funny that, you know, you would you would say that because before you joined us and Josh and I were talking off air about um, all of this, we were saying the same thing about, 
you know, people and, and how, you know, trying to get back to some kind of normalcy with kindness and, mm. and, you know, civility with each other. And, um, but you have a great way of even, you know, because your humor is often political, but you, I don't know, it's, um, I, I never leave feeling after seeing you like I'm in despair or anything. You're always, I think you're always, you manage to be very hopeful, I think. Um, and I think, you know, we do need that. Well, I'm glad that's the way it comes across, Candace, because mm -hmm. I say I say it for myself. You know, I get up every day and go, okay, what are we going to do today? And just try to do the best. And I'm, I'm not alone, but every million, millions of people just do mm -hmm. the same thing. What are we going to do today? And how are we going to, you know, make the day as as good as and productive as we can. And uh, and so that's what I do with the comedy. And some of the material people may have heard before and some will be new. And But it'll be up to the moment in terms of relevancy anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's going to be, I can't imagine because my gosh, then obviously the news is ever shifting and ever changing. It's, you've got to be, do you write like right up to the last minute? When, I don't, I don't um, write so much as I think. Okay. You know, I just kind of think and like, okay, what's, what's going on. And I don't put things in the show that are completely irrelevant, but I try to stay up to stay up to date. And some things are just, you know, you I don't really approach at all certain mm -hmm. issues, but Others, I just try to be as relevant as I can. And, um, you know, with the election coming up, just trying to sort that out. Okay, mm -hmm. what's the big deal here? What is the deal here? And uh, try to put that in perspective for people. Mm -hmm. Thanks for mentioning the campaign, Josh, too. <laughs> <laughs> we carried Wellfleet. <laughs> Yay! Go Wellfleet. <laughs> That's right. For people who don't know, you you ran for lieutenant governor in yeah. uh, 2018. And what, you know, and people, I don't know if everybody knows, but, you know, you're kind of rarefied, I would think, in comedy circles in that you have a master's degree in government from Harvard mm -hmm. and the Harvard School of Government. And that's got to set you kind of apart from a lot of comedians on the road, I would think. It probably does. <laughs> it probably does. I'll tell you, I went back to school in my 50s. And the great thing about going back to school in your 50s, you get the student ID and the senior discount. <laughs> I highly recommend it. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I would think that that gives you a, a very different and and really informed perspective you know in your comedy mm -hmm. I, would, I would think well i that's why i went back you know i went back because mm -hmm. the opportunity sort of presented itself and um and i said Geez, I, I, I would love to maybe go into politics at some point and i know it would help me to with credibility and just my own personal you know uh personal education, but also just with credibility, if I was to have the background, a, a strong academic background from the Kennedy School of Government. So that was really important. But on a, on a personal level, and this is what speaks to the moment, is um, we had these extra 
extra help classes for <laughs> people who are struggling with uh, certain subjects. I don't know about you, Josh or Candace, but my <laughs> subject that I had, I always struggled with math in general. Oh, God, statistics. yes. Yes. Statistics. <laughs> I had to take statistics. Ooh. Long story short, it's like, oh, my God. So I, so we had the, the woman, excuse me, the professor had extra help sessions every day after class, after the regular classes ended for students who were struggling with uh, with uh, the, the subject matter. And I went to everyone that she had. And it was always a very familiar scenario. It was me and 19 students from other countries. Okay. <laughs> countries often in conflict with one another. And this mm -hmm. is what speaks to the moment right now. We had in our class, and we, we had students from India and Pakistan, right? Same room, mm -hmm. same table. Turkey and Greece have longstanding conflicts, same room, mm -hmm. same table, mm -hmm. right? Israelis and Palestinians, right? Same room, same table. And everybody helping one another, everybody, you know, supporting one another, everybody, you know, learning from one another across racial, ethnic, and religious lines. And I say mm -hmm. this, Candace and Josh, as a native Massachusetts resident with a very thick Boston accent. <laughs> all of us with English as a second language. So <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, very revealing. And had I not had that experience, I would not be hopeful even in the time that we're at right now with what's going on in the mm -hmm. Middle East, because it's really about personal relationships. It is. And the Israelis and the Palestinians at the school, we did a comedy show. We did a comedy show with Palestinian American comedians and Jewish wow. American comedians, and and the professor actually did, interviewed them about their narratives, how they got to the point where they are in their thinking, how they got to their point where they are in their politics, and uh, it was just really, it was just really a great thing to do, and so it was this. And I didn't go to the school to do something like that. I had no idea that that would happen, but that's what. That was one of the things that unfolded uh, during the mm. the, uh, the year that I spent there. So it's that type of those personal relationships that are much much more important than the the classroom. You know, yeah, yeah. I can't do one thing from statistics now, but I remember. <laughs> but I remember the comedy show, and I remember the narrative, and I remember mm. how we all got along at that time, and mm. uh, how hopeful people were, and uh, respectful people were of one another. That's wonderful. Yeah, we could we could all learn a lot from that for sure. Yeah. I just want to tell listeners if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Arts Week on WOMR, and we're I'm talking today with um, comedian Jimmy Tingle and Cape Cinema Executive Director Josh Mason. You know, I was thinking about as I was getting ready to talk to you, Jimmy, today. I was thinking about how you started in the '80s in Boston, mm -hmm. right, as a comic, and and I I just wondered like what you have seen and the changes and how com comics come up through the ranks mm -hmm. and things. And is it more like people getting discovered on TikTok or is it, you know, things like that rather than like, I'm sure what you did was hitting all the clubs all the time yeah. and doing that. Yeah. Well, um, definitely you gotta, you gotta work on your act and all the clubs and that's a given i don't know a lot of the people who are just doing fantastic numbers in and mm. sales i mean they're selling out stadiums and people that 
we, you may not have heard of, I may not have heard of, Josh might not be familiar with, are literally selling out huge arenas. Right. And all of that is largely social media. It's not mm. the old days. It was television appearances. You know, how many mm, right. Carsons did you do? How many Letterman's? How many Conan's? How many, you know, HBO specials or yeah. that those type of, you know, traditional media, television, mm. radio, print. Um, now, uh, like you said, TikTok, Instagram, mm -hmm. Facebook, to a certain extent, I guess, but social media in general and podcasts are hugely like this. Podcasts and yeah, shows yeah. like this are hugely important. And a lot of the comics started their own podcast. Uh, I think we talked about this before, Candace, with yeah. Mark Aaron, you know, when he started, uh, he was working for Air America and then just started going right. up to the studio at night and doing his own <laughs> podcast. Not oh, I know. What's amazing Yeah, Mark yeah. Maron's success in podcasting has been incredible. Yeah. Right, right. But people have more ways to... Uh, get the word out about what they're doing just in mm -hmm. that medium so that is that's changed a lot but the to be a really good comic it's like being a great talk show host or a theater owner or whatever it's really the hard work of doing the doing the job you know mm -hmm. doing the job going out and practicing and and going to clubs and just working out five minutes at the time you know back in the day you had to do five minute sets for national television so people would come mm -hmm. in into the clubs in New York and in Boston and just work out there five minutes. And now it's a little bit, it's, it's similar, but not, not exactly the same, but people just have, you have to work on the craft. So I go into places all the time and work out and that's, mm -hmm. I love doing it. I was down at the chapel in the pines there. Uh, oh, in East Ham. Yeah. Yes. In East Ham, I would go in there and just wow. the place and just do it for, and I love it. And I, I'll probably go back this year after the Cape cinema um and just work on that show for the upcoming shows in boston just to be on stage and saying things out loud and getting the pacing getting the phrasing trying different angles on different jokes or themes mm -hmm. so it's really about just continuously practicing and uh trying to trying to improve well one of the most fun things i've done is a couple of years ago you were doing this at um at what at Wellfleet Harbor Actors Theater yeah. and and it was kind of just right I don't know if it was during COVID or right after but we were in a tent in the back and right. and it was so fascinating to to watch you and how you structure a show and how you work it out and then you know we did a bit of a talk back after and you were asking us what worked and what didn't and mm -hmm. and it was so fascinating because it is such a there's a science and an art, I guess, to it all. And, uh, yeah, those those sessions like that are really helpful. Don't worry, Josh. When I get to uh, Cape Cinema, it's going to be tight, man. It is. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I have no doubt. I have no doubt. <laughs> I won't have my notes. I won't be going. Hey, what do you think of this joke? <laughs> be ready to roll. Yeah, cool, man. Cool. And again, thank you so much for having us. I'm I'm so excited to come to the venue. But you're right, Candace. It's just like we did those nights and that's that's the type of thing it is. And you just got to keep doing it. That's the only way to do it. You can't do it alone in your room. You could be a great writer and you're writing, oh, this is great. Oh, this is so funny. Until you say it, until you actually do it, what you yeah. think really work doesn't. And then sometimes 
things that don't you don't think really uh particularly good really resonate it's really kind of a crapshoot i'm similar i'm sure tom rush had similar experiences <laughs> with songs right i mean you just yeah. gotta you know work it out and uh and then eventually they're they're good enough for the public and they mm-hmm. and they work better over time and you become so confident in the material over time mm. It's like I know this is going to work, and you just have it memorized, and it just it just really works really well. Hmm. Yeah, I just I can't imagine, and and from what you're you're saying, you still find it really fun, which is really great. Which is uh, I really do. All these, all these yeah, I, I really do. And um, the shows that we're going to be doing at Cape Cinema, Kevin said, you know, let's put a a holiday you know theme to it. I said sure, and it kind of is celebratory anyway, but. The name of the show will be uh, Jimmy Tingle Humor and Hope for the Holidays. Mm. And Hope for the Holidays. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, I think. I love it. I, I think yeah. we need both. And what are you? <laughs> you happy about that, Josh? Hundred <laughs> percent. Are you kidding me? That's that's what uh, that's what the patrons are looking for. Looking for mm-hmm. hope. They're looking for humor. Um, it, it, that's why they come to the cinema. It's for escapism and. It's nice that Jimmy can kind of put a, a, no pun intended, but a big bow around sort of, you know, the the, the closing of the year. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's been a challenging year, but I'd say that this has been far more an uplifting year in many ways than 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 one. Um, you know, I can't really say politically we'll stay away from that, but I'm seeing a lot <laughs> of good things. I'm seeing more of a silver lining uh, community wide, at least here on the Cape. Um mm-hmm. And, you know, we're very, we're also very fortunate to be here in the state of Massachusetts, um, mm-hmm. you know, with all of this going on, uh, for, for sure, without, you know, specifically naming anything. But, uh-huh. um, but, but no, I, you know, and, and this is what it's all about. This is why I'm, I'm thrilled to be doing what I'm doing. And I know Jimmy's thrilled to be doing what he's doing. We're both very fortunate mm-hmm. to work within our capacities and um, to be able to, to collaborate and, and just to bring in tremendous artists and give people uh, something to laugh about, something to think a little bit differently about, and mm-hmm. to pull them away from their screens and pull them away from whatever topical news is is you know the the headline of the day, and um, you know that that's why we do what we do. I mean, I, I always say that Cape Cinema is my fortress of solitude. I go there, yeah. get away from everything else in this world that's that's troubling and distressing. Um, you know, it's 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 a moment of zen and to look up at the ceiling at the Rockwell Kent mural that I have, mm-hmm. and um, but but to have Jimmy on stage there in the space with, with a, 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 you know, hopefully a sold out audience. Um, that's, that's just, that's magical. And we're, we're just mm-hmm. really, really excited about this and the prospect and, and hopefully um, the beginning of, of a long-term relationship, you know, mm-hmm. uh, of doing some of these things. So, um, but, but yeah, it's, it's, again, it's, it's very, uh, very exciting for us. So. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting, you know, I was listening to, a podcast of course because I'm addicted to podcasts the other day and they used a term that I hadn't heard before and they were talking about third spaces and these are places that a lot of us lost you know during COVID it's like you know our our gyms or you know the coffee shop where we hung out or whatever and I I'll be honest I think of even though a lot of the I mean you're not interacting you know, as far as conversation and things with people when you come to a to Cape Cinema to watch a movie. But I think what 
Cape Cinema has, you know, more than a multiplex or something is that sense of community and coming together. And, and I think you have really helped bolster that even more, Josh. And I think that just your attitude and your commitment, um, and, and probably a lot of that comes from what you're selecting to, to show. And, um, but I think that, you know, we're so fortunate to have Cape Cinema in our community and you do a great job. So. Thank you. And I really, really appreciate that. And and ultimately that's what it's all about is, is the Cape Cinema is a vessel. It's a space mm -hmm. for creatives um, and, and people alike to get together and to be communal and to mm -hmm. sort of collaborate with one another um, and to, to share their ideas and experiences. And I know you can't really do that when you're sitting there during a movie, but you know, Jimmy gets, I'm sure that, 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 that excitable feeling as well when you've got a whole audience of people that are laughing at your jokes and they're uproarious and they're clapping and they give you a standing ovation and you know that's you know we love to hear that after uh, the curtains open after a movie mm -hmm. you know uh, uh closes out and then the and the last credit has rolled mm -hmm. um you know and that that's a beautiful thing because you, you can't do that from your 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 smartphone no. or you know, or sitting for, alone on your couch in your living exactly. room. So, so these these things are very important, and and my number one uh, priority is bringing community together in that space more than anything. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then and and you know, Jimmy will be able to enhance that and and mm -hmm. really you know spread that message of joy. So definitely mm -hmm. no, no, and and to that to that, you know, you know, what you're saying, you know, are there other things that are coming up that you'd like to make sure people know about that are happening at the theater or? Um, we've got a couple events going into December. Um, we've got a album release party for Marley, Molly Parmenter and Shannon Davis on December mm -hmm. 7th. They're going to be playing live. Um, we're going to be the only theater that I know of on the Cape that's going to be opening up uh, Maestro, uh, the, the oh, Bradley wow. Cooper film about Leonard Bernstein. Um, and we're opening that up on December 15th. Mm. And also we're running a special uh, fundraising benefit for the Cape Cinema on December 17th, um, which is a Sunday at 1 p.m. We're going to be doing a special sneak peek screening of uh, Freud's Last Session with Anthony Hopkins. Oh, wow. Um, and it'll be a benefit screening. And um, community members who attend will have an opportunity to meet uh, some of our board members. Um, and we'll all be you know, speaking a little bit. Uh, prior to the film. So, you know, we're very excited about that um, as we're trying to meet our, our year-end fundraising goal um, at mm -hmm. the Cape Cinema as a nonprofit. So exactly. Um, but yeah, but those are a few things that we have sort mm -hmm. of on the docket in addition to a lot of other great content that's on our schedule. So oh, good. Yeah. And people can go to capecinema.org to see all of the events and the same and, and importantly, to get tickets to see Jimmy Tingle on December 10th and um and so and Jimmy people can follow you what is your is it jimmytingle.com yeah jimmytingle.com yes and they and can... can, all info is is there the podcast and and all of our upcoming events and of course the December 10th event at Cape Center I'm very excited about it and another thing that to Josh's credit and to Cape Cinema's credit and to really you know, any of these venues, these third spaces you were talking about, um, mm -hmm. the uh, the um, the economic uh, contribution that they make to the community is huge. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I had a theater in Davis Square, Somerville, and back in the in the two the early two thousands. Anyway, the 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 formula was for every one dollar spent at a, on a theater tent, an entertainment ticket, whether it's a movie or a concert or a play mm-hmm. or comic, like three dollars is spent in the surrounding community at the wow. pubs, restaurants, yeah, yeah. shops, and all that. So there's an economic engine component to Cape Cinema and the great work they're doing there for the town of Dennis and the surrounding towns as well. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And Josh, I believe that five dollars of every ticket is going to be going to the family right. pantry. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Hundred percent. Right? Thank yep. you for yeah. mentioning that, Jimmy. That's yeah. true. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That'll be a great thing. So it's all about giving back, and what you're doing there, Josh, is is huge, and it's awesome, and I can't wait to be there. And I thank you so much for having me and for doing it because I know mm-hmm. how much work goes into it, but it's incredibly gratifying when you see a full house and people happy and coming in. And this is so great. Where do I sign up for the email list? What do you got? <laughs> what else do you have coming? That's just really, really awesome. So congratulations on that. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Jim. Yes. Well, I can't thank you both enough for um, talking to me today. And I encourage people to go to capecinema.org and get tickets for this wonderful event because I'm sure it is going to sell out. So do that ASAP. So thank you, Jimmy. And thank you, Josh. And I will see all of you next time on Arts Week. Thank you so much, Candice. (laughs) (laughs) W-O-M-R. Au fait, j'ai voulu te te téléphoner pour te te demander Allô, quelque chose quoi Quelque chose quoi